Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast that is theoretically about sports <laughs> ball for the rest of us. Uh, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, so we have to kind of like refine our footing again. Uh, but ideally, we are here to talk about sports without assuming that our listeners know everything there is to know. Uh, I'm Rebecca. I'm your host today. I'm also your hockey person, and I'm joined by Nancy and Rachel. Nancy, with the fun background in her room that isn't at all reminiscent of Twilight. <laughs> it's not meant to be. <laughs> Good, it's not. Nancy is coming to us from the forest. <laughs> it's seasonal. It's got like nice autumnal leaves, a little little atmospheric fog. Yes. Like, you know. No, it is actually very pretty. And it Thank you. genuinely does not resemble Catherine Hardwick's Twilight. <laughs> it is not blue no. in that way. I will take your word for it. I think I watched one of those movies once. So that that is a whole separate conversation. I have seen the only thing I've seen. I did read the books of anything of Twilight is the baseball scene, (laughs) and I I feel like that was really all I needed to see. Yeah, that that Uh yep, that was the yeah. I didn't watch it and think I need more of this. (laughs) Yep. I mean, I, I promise this isn't a Twilight oh, podcast, boy. but I will admit that I did more than one Twilight marathon in theaters. I just remember, so I had a friend who was a high school teacher when in around the time that the Twilight movies were coming out. She was a bit older than I was, so like I was probably up mid-20s to, to late-20s, and she was like mid to late-30s probably. And she was like, I, I need help. I have to watch these movies that are popular with all my high school students because I don't get what's mm. going on. So we watched at least one of the Twilight movies and all of the high school musical movies. And the thing that I remember the most from all of them is that the soundtracks were so fucking out of whack that I couldn't hear the dialogue. And I remember oh. that being especially true with Twilight. Like, we both spent the whole time, like, staring at her TV going, what'd they say? <laughs> Like old people, you know? <laughs> Can you turn it up? Oh, that didn't help. Now the background noise that's is That's amazing. So that's, yeah, sorry. That's my main takeaway. That's fine. I did read all the books. I, you know, they were, they're, they're. It's fine. Okay, it's let's fine. pick a new I understand subject. why people enjoy them. Yes. Yeah, good let's go ahead and Baseball. let Rachel introduce herself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm they sorry. didn't manage to replace me during the hiatus, so I'm still here. We would never. Never. <laughs> you. We couldn't. Uh, Nancy, did you want to actually introduce yourself properly? Oh, I think I just did. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like basketball. I also talk too much. And it's been like a real long fucking week last week. So I have no filter left and little impulse control. So it's going to be a real good pod. Awesome. That's the perfect note to come back to. Yeah, you you might uh, get the misconception that uh, we've been prepping for this episode for nine months, but that is not the case. (laughs) We are all... Our listeners would never... I think we're all coming in hot here. Yeah, the only people who think that are the ones who are listening to this as their very first episode. It's true. For which I apologize. Well, and for which we've probably already disabused them of that notion. It's so true. We're good. It's true. So it's really good to see you guys again. It's been a long it time for is. us. Not just recording, but like getting together. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I missed you guys. I missed you too. So yeah, I, tell I've me what's been Nancy, going on. But, you know, we just don't talk about well, sports yeah. at all. We save it all for the air. So <laughs> I have no idea what's been going on. Oh, wow. So you've got nine months worth of sports to talk about in the next, like, ten minutes. Yeah. 
Rachel is lying through her teeth, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Just in case anybody listening was wondering. Although I will say the last few times we've gotten together, it has not been for a sports event. It's been to go to the opera. Yes, so because she's not entirely We are very up. fancy ladies. You are we very are multifaceted. It's true. It was so, a good opera this week. I'm going to go in a weird order because you guys picked me to be host. So I'm going to do whatever yeah, we did. I want. That seems fair. So I'm going to go, it. I'm going to go in reverse chronological order. <laughs> and I'm going to say, Rachel, what? your season ended most recently. This is true. Yes. True. What do you have to tell us about baseball right now? <laughs> I mean, should I start at the first game and work backwards? The la- sure. or, sorry, the last game and work backwards. <laughs> getting off to a great start already it's fine uh-huh. well i actually <laughs> great start to this episode i didn't watch a whole lot of baseball this season uh so there was that well so <laughs> the good old a's i don't remember where we were at the last time we recorded i think i probably already knew this was coming but they once again, burn the house down for the insurance money. Um, sold off, sold off all their good players. Um, it had already somewhat begun. Um, the mats had been shipped off, and well, we'd already lost Marcus Semien. Marcus and, Simeon. Yeah, but pretty much everybody. Um, Ramon Laureano was around, but he he got suspended for performance enhancing drug use mm-hmm. for a while, and. Just such a bummer. I really yeah. liked him. Um, Steve, who was that? Loriano. L- he's a younger player, an outfielder who has a okay. crazy he's good a arm. Good outfielder. Yeah. Which now maybe we know why. Well, I don't know. I I, I didn't look into it too closely, so I don't know the specifics mm-hmm. of any of it to comment on. And I and That's I genuinely fair. don't know. Sometimes you know because. I think in baseball there was not an overcorrection necessarily, but very much a uh, because of the steroid era, because of all that mm-hmm. complete zero tolerance. And mm-hmm. uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I couldn't speak to it. And maybe it's just because you know it, this happened to a player I like, and so I'm more likely to want to defend mm-hmm. them. Uh, that could be it. But anyway, so I don't know. So I wasn't paying attention too much. It wasn't like, well, I don't know. I won't even speak to it. But so he didn't play for a while and everybody else got shipped off and uh, might as well just skip to the end. Uh, A's were A's were not (laughs) the very worst team in all of baseball. They were the worst team in the American League. Yes. But in the National League, the uh, yeah, the Washington Nationals were, were slightly worse. They lost slightly more games. You know what? I'm not going to hold it against the Nationals because... The Phillies made it to the World Series. They did. That's I, yeah, I'm happy to sure talk did. about like game one of the World Series. And then after that, I'm just pretending it didn't Games happen. one and three. <laughs> yes. But game one in particular was notable because we were down by five, I want to say. Yep. Uh, and came back to win it. And I assume that's that's how the season ended. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, they 100%. completely shut out the uh, Astros in game three, which was the last game. Oh, lovely. So Wonderful. Perfect. Okay, so to give a little bit of context, if you weren't paying attention to the season, um, this was the first year that Major League Baseball did a new thing with the the postseason. So instead of doing the uh, top, just the top uh, team from each of the six divisions, and then uh, a wild card game with the, the other two top 
finishing records. I'm doing a very poor job of explaining this, but that was how it was. This year, they did a full, instead of just one wild card round, they did a full round of playoff games. It was best two out of three, and it was, I won't get into the whole explaining of it, because trying to do it in an audio format will just bore you to tears, but essentially it was the top, instead of the top four teams from each league, it was the top six teams. The two, top two with the best records got a buy on this first best out of three round, um, so okay. you had... Uh, the, the lower seeds in the tournament playing the first round. And in the National League, the Phillies were, I think they were the lowest because they were actually third in their division. The the um, Eastern uh, mm. division of the National League was very, very good this year. Um, the Mets and Atlanta were competing for the top spot. I believe Atlanta ended up with it, but Mets were right there with them. So Phillies were third mm-hmm. in their own division. And then you had the Marlins way down at the bottom of the division. But we won't talk about that. Um, That's fine. Anyway, so the Phillies kind of just barely squeaked in. But they did that thing where they got hot at just the right time. Uh And uh, so they burned through. Should have looked up who they they played. Um, They either played the Mets or or Atlanta. So they they just burned through them. Um, I think think it must have been the Mets because I feel like the Atlanta was... Was still around with the, the Padres? Uh, well, I think yeah. So, so, <laughs> so this doesn't devolve into a conversation about things we think we remember that happened about a month ago. Um, fair, okay, six fair. weeks ago, to be fair. Anyway, so the Phillies were not expected to do particularly well, but they just burned through everybody, mm-hmm. including the Dodgers, which woohoo! Yes, uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was a nice yeah. moment. That yeah. felt real good. Because uh, the, the Dodgers did phenomenally this season, um, and as they so often do, choked in the postseason. And the Padres got pretty far, too. It, it got down to the Phillies and the Padres, and I would have been happy with either of them going to the World Series. Because uh, Bob Melvin, who was the manager of the A's, uh, went to the Padres this year, took Sean Maniah with him. And uh, they had an interesting year. Um, they did start to get hot toward the end and uh, did pretty well in the, the postseason, but ultimately the Phillies knocked them out. Phillies, I think, only lost one game in those first three rounds, two or three rounds. Yeah, it was it was something insane. Yeah, and like to get the point, got to the point where you know the when it got to the World Series, uh, there was at least two articles I read, two different sports writers saying like, I don't think the Phillies are going to win this, but I'm tired of losing money betting against them. So yes. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Listen, you know what? Fair. That is that is like a pure Philadelphia sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> so on the other side, uh, the American League, Astros just crushed everybody because they're kind of the opposite of the Dodgers. When even if they have a shitty season, they just get it together for the postseason and manage to crush any everybody. And I think they lost like one game to the Mariners early on and then that was it and then just cruised through the rest of their league so World Series was Astros versus Phillies a very improbable matchup Uh, the Astros were the heavy favorites and alas 
if you look at the first three games. I'm just gonna put my fingers in my ears right now. <laughs> Phillies won two of the first three in very exciting fashion, especially the first mm-hmm. game because the the mm-hmm. Astros got up by five after like the first five yes. innings, and the Phillies had just done you know not much of anything, and everybody's kind of yep. like, oh well, okay, I guess the magic is over. And then the yep. Phillies scored six unanswered runs and won the game. And it was bananas. That's amazing. Yeah, this, they did the thing that Philadelphia sports teams do. They get your hopes up <laughs> and they like, defy the odds. And then they're like, <laughs> and then yeah. they shit the bed. And listen, again, if you're, if you're new here, I grew up a Philly sports fan. I grew up just outside <laughs> Philadelphia. This is my birthright to say this. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, you know, texted with my sister who used to live in Philadelphia, and we're like, I hope they've already greased the light poles, because that's the thing the Philly fans do, is they... <laughs> they... Well, I remember seeing an article that they had, mm-hmm. because they had people climbing them when the Phillies won the division yep. title. Mm-hmm. Or not the, the, uh... Yeah, the division yeah. title, is that right? The league, the yeah, league, the league championship, yeah. So, presumably, the light poles were still greased previously yeah but i think philadelphia fans have evolved uh it does seem like you know like spider-man that hands that <laughs> get around the, the grease uh-huh. uh yeah so then they so first two games in uh houston uh phillies won the first lost the second they get to philadelphia and they just crush the astros like seven to zero or something that's beautiful. It was wonderful. And then, Rebecca, you may want to plug your ears. Uh, the very next game, uh, the Astros no-hit the the Phillies, which has only happened... This is the third time in any postseason game, the second time in a World Series, that a team had been no-hit. And unfortunately, wow. I think that kind of took the wind out of Philadelphia's yeah. sails. And if it had managed yeah. to win yeah. two out of three in Philadelphia, I think... Uh, you know, they would have kept, but I they, I don't think it. they could. It's, and, you know, it's hard to come back from being no hit in the World Series. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, they, they ended up losing in six games, but they put on a hell of a show. And I, I tweeted toward the beginning, you know, I, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I just hope it's a wild ride. And it was indeed a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say the Astros... Uh, what am I trying to say here? So I still, I still sports hate them. Um, <laughs> well, they cheated again. Uh-huh. Like there was that whole like bat controversy. Yeah, there was a right. guy they in did. one of the yeah, games yeah, yeah. on the Astros who was like, "I'm going to use this bat for the first time in my life," and it happens to be a bat that was outlawed in baseball in <laughs> 1942. But here's to this loophole. I get to use it. Uh, what Rebecca is alluding to is uh, one player on the Astros. Uh, was it Jordan Alvarez? I don't know. He all of a sudden starts using uh, the bat of a uh, a player who's who's coming toward the end of his career name with the great name of Albert Pujols. Um, and to so all of a sudden to honor him, supposedly, this this player on the Astros... Let's put some hard air quotes yeah, around Because they never played to on honor the, They've him. never played on the team together. I, I don't believe they're the same nationality, so it's not like they've played on a you know an international team together. But all of a sudden It was Maldonado. Oh Maldonado oh yeah. 
Maldonado, and I think Maldonado was on the, the cheaters team. So it must be said that most of the Astros <laughs> have turned over at this point, And there are not many who are on the team now who are, who were on the team in the um, 2017 year when they uh, were caught cheating by banging on trash cans. So, you know, it was that long. ago. Yeah, I know time means nothing, but also anyway. So uh, Maldonado starts using this uh, bat and the problem is Pujols was around, has been around for a long time, and the regulations for what kind of bat you can use have changed, but players who were around before that were allowed to keep using the same bats, the same style of bats, oh. which I thought was kind of strange that they didn't have to, like, literally the same bats, sure, but when yeah. those bats go out of circulation, they should have to replace them with you. Yeah, then that's anyway, that. yeah. So uh, the issue was that, that Maldonado was caught using a, a bat that no longer... Uh, met regulations but the albert Pujols was allowed to continue to use he's been grandfathered in yes um so well and was... also apparently that rule was changed in 2011 uh-huh. and or excuse me in 2010 and maldonado wasn't even playing then yeah maldonado so it's not like much younger he he couldn't haven't even been like grandfathered in under some weird statute like he wasn't even in the league <laughs> when this changed yeah um, and you know, so you know what, Astros? If you don't want to be known for cheating, then stop fucking cheating. <laughs> Fair. Like, if you're if you don't like the reputation of being cheating cheaters who cheat, then stop cheating. <laughs> I think that's a that's a, a pretty fair statement to put on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say though, uh, the uh, Dusty Baker, who's the current manager of the Astros. Uh, it was one of those congratulations to Dusty Baker and literally no one else things. Yes. Um, because yeah. he was he was actually brought in after the cheating scandal, specifically because everybody likes this guy. Everybody knows this is a good guy, so we're going to bring him in. Oh. Um, this is... He's, he's one... Um, at least at like top three in terms of, you know, winning games as a manager, but he has never had won a championship before this. So this was a very, like jewel in his crown season um as far as i know nobody's got a bad word to say about dusty baker he works well with everybody his players like him everybody likes him and that's obviously not a guarantee of anything but i am i do feel okay saying congratulations to dusty baker i agree and only dusty baker. and only dusty baker <laughs> i do kind of yes. like trey mancini who's i guess also on the astros now he um is a cancer survivor who was like not expected to come back. And so that's a pretty cool story. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, those two guys and yeah. nobody else, nobody, nobody else gets a ring. Nobody else. <laughs> nope. So Rachel, what do you do now in the off season, especially with no Olympics? <sighs> that's a good question. Um, I don't know. This whole year has not been very sports oriented. I did watch a good bit of softball. Mm. I will say that though. Of course that was over at toward the beginning of the summer. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Watch basketball when I text you about it. Yeah. And maybe get back into hockey again, because I just totally dropped hockey there for a little while. So maybe we'll see if the Sharks do literally anything. I hear they're doing better this year, but I have not yet watched them. But I I don't know how they're doing this year. Hearing rumblings that they were doing better this year than previously. I mean, not that they could do much worse than they've done in the last two years, so... They're, they're not doing great. No. Oh, all right. Well, no, they're they're not great. Were they five and first five and nine right now? That's not terrible. 
were their first couple <laughs> games okay? Is that what I'm... Did I just, like, hear about it a little while ago, or, or was I just... It could be. Well, do we want to... be. I don't know. I'd have to... Do we want to switch over to hockey, or do you want me to give you a little preview of next season's baseball, or save that for later? Oh, just tell us. What are they? Yeah, then tell us about it. Okay. Um, well, I don't remember all of them, but okay, so, you know, strikeouts are up, uh, on-base percentage is down, mm-hmm. home runs are up, but, you know, when a game that's either strikeouts or home runs is... It's boring. Yeah, um, of limited fun. So uh, they're do- they're instituting a couple of things. These are changes that they've uh, rolled out in the minors. We may have talked about them before. Um, the probably the thing that's going to, that's going to have the biggest impact is um, stopping the shift, which is defensive players um, grouping up on one side or other of the field because the hitter tends to hit that way. Oh, you're not so, going to be allowed to do that. They're they're limiting it. So essentially, oh, if you're oh. supposed to be, you know, if you're third base or shortstop you have to say stay on in the left field area if you're Mm -hmm. first base or second base you have to stay in the right you can't cross over and have like the second baseman playing where the shortstop normally would it's gonna be a hard thing for all these people to unlearn it really is it is but also the shift isn't that old oh really yeah and i'm not sure well i don't know i mean these players also aren't that old so maybe they've been doing it their whole uh careers but we'll see. So that that's essentially designed to that seems like allow balls sorry, you... to to get into the to be more play yeah to be more playable. So they're not mm-hmm. just immediately getting outs. It'd be interesting to see if that works. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know how much real impact it's going to have. The shift is shift bothered a lot of people. It didn't particularly bother me because it's kind of like an instant karma thing, where oh like, yeah sure. <laughs> If you if you do it at the wrong time, it, it totally fucks you over because mm-hmm. if there's nobody right. on the other side of the field to get the ball, you know, that, that happens. True. And also I wish that batters had tried to compensate more for it and tried to, you know, switch things up and tried to learn to hit mm-hmm. the other way or to bunt. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But they weren't doing that. That was just not how they decided mm-hmm. to adapt to that. So we'll see. It, it may be one of those things I think like, oh, it's going to change the game completely and it, right. it doesn't actually have that much impact, but we'll see. Um, another thing that, I don't know why this is funny to me, but it is, they're increasing the size of the bases. So instead of a 15 by oh, 15 right. inch base, they're going to be 18 by 18 inch bases, making it's the- a ba- significant increase. It is. It yeah. is. And this, I think they're going to have trouble- um, like recalibrating their bodies yeah now. yeah and I'm, i think we're gonna see a lot of like sprained wrists and sprained ankles yeah a lot of first. stubbed toes and fingers yeah. Yes. and yeah because you kind of develop muscle memory of you know the way you have to and when you, you know, start you, slowing down yeah and... you see it all the time a lot of injuries happen when a player hits the base wrong their their you know foot or hand mm-hmm. goes in the wrong direction uh <laughs> So we'll see. I don't know. I guess there haven't been, you know, I didn't look specifically that there's, you know, been more or less injuries in the the minors where this has been instituted, but I guess they think it's going to uh, have an impact. Um, So what, what do the baseball pundits, the baseball powers that be think a larger base is going to do? Yeah, good Um, question. Supposed to make stealing a little bit easier um, Mm -hmm. because there's a shorter distance. Mm -hmm. Um, target. Yeah. And possibly make things safer because you're not having the, you know, defender mm-hmm. step on the base and, you know, step on the person at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that could reduce injuries in that way. 
How often do people get stepped on? Uh, specifically stepped on? Uh, I Not yeah, often. You don't, you don't have to have an answer to that question. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. That, that one will be interesting to see. I think that's going to, like, that feels like it'll be a much more visible change mm-hmm. than the shift thing. Although, I don't watch baseball that often. So maybe I feel like the shift will be visible, but I don't know how, I guess I don't have a good sense for how much it would affect things, really. Yeah. Hmm. So, did you pull up a list of the rule changes? No. Uh, oh, pitch clocks. That was the third one. I would say they're three big ones. Um, they're oh, also yeah. instituting a pitch clock, so pitchers can't just fart around I'm on the mound that. between pitches. That's great. Yes, I'm hoping that that's it. probably the one that I think is most necessary. <laughs> How long is the pitch clock going to be? Uh, let me like see. Seconds Four seconds. Uh, they should really do cut it real short, like 10 seconds. Yeah, there's a 15-second... <laughs> Keep it going. Okay, 30-second timer between batters, 15-second timer between pitches with the bases empty, 20-second um, timer with runners on base. Also, mm. they're limiting the number of throws that the pitcher can make to first base to pick off the runner, which that's one of those things that I don't think is actually going to have that much impact. Say, how- um, that's that. got it. Is that like a result of like one game where the pitcher threw it 37 <laughs> times well, to first base? It's, it's more like it happens like once per game that, you know, between one pitcher and one. And that's the thing that everybody mm-hmm. remembers. Oh, that took so long. That wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really okay. does. But I think just the sure. idea of, of limiting the number of throws is going to get in people's right. heads and, and keep things going. Kind of mm-hmm. like how they limited the number of mound visits. And, you know, there weren't actually that many mound visits, but it made people be really, really uh, deliberate with when they, when the pitcher and catcher visited. Yeah. Okay. But then what happens when, you know, if the limit is three times, I'm making that up, and the pitcher throws it to first the third time, then can't the first, the person on first base, like, steal the base with impunity? Uh, Yes. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. I mean, fine. Yep. If they're if if they think that making the um, the bases bigger is going to increase stealing, maybe that's what they're trying to do because yeah. everybody loves a good steal. It's kind of exciting to watch. Okay, so well after the third pickoff attempt, um, if a okay on the third pickoff attempt, if the pickoff is not successful, the runner moves up to second. Wow! Oh, so, yeah, so they don't need to try. Yeah, they automatically. Nice. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's good. I'm sad that they got rid of That's the weird. Uh, extra inning start with somebody on second rule. I liked that one. I think they're going to be doing that, but not in the postseason. Oh, really? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, they call it not change it. between regular season and postseason. That's infuriating. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I can see, especially with as many games as baseball has, like I can see how that would be a rule where you're like, no, let's keep it in the regular season to speed shit up. But in the postseason, we want, like, to not give that advantage yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't The Ghost Runner is still in discussion. I don't know if they're... Interesting. Um, I feel like everybody I talked to hated that rule. But, like, as a very casual baseball fan, I was like, fuck yeah, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm <laughs> I in favor of that one. 15 because, innings. <laughs> yeah, because getting that first runner on can be such a pain in the ass. Yeah, and if exactly, you already have yeah. somebody, yeah. Right. So yeah, that's where we're at now. Um, rule change is still being discussed. Things like robot umps and the the ghost runner. We'll see what happens with that. Oh, I forgot about the robot umps. Yep. Yeah, you're so, definitely gonna have to let us know how that goes. So Rachel, 
if the A's are uh, belly up. Yep. Are you are you just are you sticking with them the way that you stuck with the Marlins? Or are you going to start trying to watch another team? I mean, but what team do I watch? Is the thing you okay? With so Jets and start watching the Blue Jays. That's true. The Astros. I will of say course. the uh, the other problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the other problem with the A's, of course, is that the stadium discussions are still right. going on. It's a debacle. Yes, yeah. Rob Manfred has said it doesn't look good for Oakland, um, so they may move to Vegas. Yeah, there were uh, three and professional... Vegas. <laughs> Why is everyone moving to Vegas? Vegas is not Because they tax breaks. Yeah. I know. But, uh, so... but then you live in Vegas! <laughs> when I moved to the East Bay, there were three professional <laughs> sports teams... In the East Bay. Now there is one, and it might be moving. Well, I mean, so to be fair, the Warriors, the Warriors just moved across the bay. Like, they didn't leave, leave. That's true. So, I, I think Rachel feels abandoned. I do. That much is very clear. <laughs> and fuck the Raiders. Nobody wanted the Raiders around anyway. So, like, the Raiders can go to Vegas. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Not me. They can have Raider Nation. The A's, I will be sorry if the A's leave. Well, and Vegas won't take your hockey team. If that makes you feel any better. I, I am happy about that. We do get to keep the sharks. I don't think they would be likely to take the earthquakes either. <laughs> and the warriors are, I mean. By the earthquakes, you mean a team and not like the yeah, they have their geological own earthquakes. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, don't, I guess Vegas doesn't have a basketball team unless I'm suddenly blanking on somebody. They have a women's basketball team, but I don't think they have the an aces. NBA team. Yeah, the aces. Uh, unless I am just completely up in the night, which is possible. It's been that kind of week. Um, but no, the Warriors well, are not going anywhere. Nancy, why don't we use this opportunity to segue and you talk to us about... About my four-time championship Warriors. <laughs> Ooh! The team that, uh, you know, everybody said was, was too old and wasn't going to come over. back after Clay Thompson's mm-hmm. injury and without mm-hmm. Kevin Durant and mm-hmm. with Draymond Green being Draymond mm-hmm. Green and, and James Wiseman yeah, out man. for injury. Them? Them? The ones who <laughs> then, team. like, won the mm-hmm. fucking championship and got a parade mm-hmm. and everything? Okay, just imagine oh, yeah. the smuggest look possible. And that's what Nancy Stace <laughs> is doing right now. I, I, yeah, I was very smug about that. I'm deservedly smug. Very smug about that. It was, should be. It's honestly, I kind of keep forgetting about it weirdly. Like, I didn't, I had the same year that, that Rachel had with baseball this summer. I didn't watch a whole lot of basketball last year, and I don't, I genuinely don't know why. Like, I was just distracted or something. Like, I couldn't, couldn't sit down and watch a game for whatever reason, unless it was like one I was really invested in. But then I watched all of the well, postseason games, obviously. I think it's I think it's also important to note here that the two of you, among other people, also like started a publishing imprint. That's true. During this time. That. Like that's fair. That, that kind of takes up a lot of time. We did actually launch a whole side business. That's yep. a valid yes, point. And you Thank did, you for that. You did also write for that publication for that um, uh-huh. imprint so like also true you've had some stuff going on yeah that's a few valid. things but i watched the whole postseason which was uh very satisfying it was good mm-hmm. um and you know it was it was really nice because the warriors like there were there were games where it was like you had a little tension where it was like okay they need to they need to do well here it wasn't like the championship, the last one with, with Kevin Durant, where they just kind of like, no, the, the 
last one they've won with Kevin Durant, not the last one they played with Kevin Durant, where they just, I think they went 15-1, and it was 2017? I get my years mixed up. But, you know, where they would just show up and just, like, blow the teams out of the water. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. this is fun on the level of, like, it's always fun to see your team win. But it's also not as fun, you know? And not so much because they won 15-1, to but because each of the individual games were just, like, explosions, right? So this this uh this run I want to say they did like 5 and 6 and then 5 and 6 um I don't remember for sure and I'm not looking it up but there were definitely some tensions you know there were some games where you're like mm, this could go either way mm-hmm. also I think I'm so, not looking it up is probably the theme of this episode Oh yeah 100% <laughs> um cuz y'all would have to listen just to me typing on my big keyboard just this and I'm episode? not going to do that uh, just today <laughs> yep yep we named it not looking that up uh anyway so but there was some tension but there was never any real doubt like there were never any moments where i was like oh shit the warriors are gonna lose this season that never happened which is always my preference i like mm-hmm. i like a little tension i don't like to be stressed you know <laughs> <laughs> so it was really fun we had a good time we did uh try to go to the city for the championship parade mm-hmm. oh and, yeah <laughs> yeah that didn't so, work out no so kyle and i so we live in this in vallejo where you can take the ferry to the city i was like this is great like the parades at like more 11 something like that we'll get up we'll get on the ferry at like eight it'll be great so we the first ferry goes at I think seven. We got there to get in line for the eight o'clock ferry at like seven ten. There was already a line that was hundreds of people long. Wow. We stood in line. This the eight o'clock ferry went, the nine o'clock ferry went, the ten o'clock ferry went, and still we weren't getting on like there there was three ferries worth of people and we still right. didn't make it on in spite of having gotten in line at like seven ten. Wow. Yeah. So, so you went home. We went home. We went by a grocery outlet and picked up some snacks. And Rachel came up to us and we watched it on yep. the TV. I was gonna, I was gonna go <laughs> buy Bart, but you know, even the Bart trains were, yeah, crazy packed. packed. And I was, was gonna, insane. I think y'all were gonna get there early, and I was gonna try to join you. And, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but that was just, happening. yeah, no, not gonna no. happen. So I just picked up no. a cheese ball and went to Nancy and Kyle's and yeah. watched the parade on That's the big TV. Nice. And honestly, we probably had. As good or better a time than we would oh, have. Oh, for sure. Yeah, good for sure. Like Definitely seeing here. Forty thousand of our than... closest friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brittany and I went to the Capitals twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know, we not the we didn't go to the parade, but we went to the. Mm. They had their like grandstand the on the National and, Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that speeches and stuff and the entertainment. The only reason we were able to make it to that is because they live in the city, so I could drive mm-hmm. to their house mm-hmm. and then we just walked there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the public transportation was just a nightmare. I believe so. It, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Rachel and I saw the Warriors. I guess it must have been 2017 parade in Oakland which I'm really glad we did. And somehow yeah. we got really good, quote unquote, seats, seats. standing position mm-hmm. along the parade yeah. route. So we were like right up against the barrier and could see everything. And like, and that was great fun. And there weren't and people the crowded last... next to us because we kind of like got under this like construction. Yeah, yeah, we might not have been supposed to stand where we were standing, but nobody chased us off. Yeah. So whatever. Um, but yeah, going it was... to a championship parade is really special. 
It is. It's really fun. It's a I'm neat like experience. Glad that you got yeah. To do that, and yeah, because because this year, boy, did it not work out. So and confetti cannons. So, I think we were talking about this. Like, oh my gosh, there are God, things that you think, oh, I want to see that in person. And when you see it in person, it's not that impressive. Confetti cannon, no, not I, that experience. Y- it is exactly as yeah, delightful no. <laughs> as you think. Possibly it's even more. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Giant fucking sprays of confetti down an entire block. Really, actually, quite delightful. Yeah. Um, that does sound fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. So, the so what's going one... on with the Warriors currently? <laughs> well, now Uh-oh. they're currently on a uh, 7-0 losing streak. For... <laughs> so oh, ouch. The problem, the, I mean, the problem that they're having is this, is a problem that they've been kind of having, but, but have been sort of putting on the shelf for several years now, which is that they have the several ostensibly high potential young players mm-hmm. that they need to be developing. They also have these older, really good players, but who are starting to get older. Hmm. Well, not even starting to, they are older at this point. They're starting to decline a little bit. Steph Curry sure isn't like he's pulling a LeBron where like, he's just like old age who? Mm-hmm. Um, but Clay, especially after his injury, like he's still real, like he's still Clay fucking Thompson. But like his defense has suffered a little because he's not as able to move side to side as well, having had his knee blown out. Sure. Um, and Draymond Green, because so much of what he does is very physical, he's starting to go downhill a little bit too. And again, he's still Draymond fucking Green, but like their style of play is changing yep. a little bit. So you have these God. older players who are still real good, still starters not really that interested in giving up many of their minutes to the younger guys. Uh, And then you have these younger guys that the muckety mucks consider to be the future of the team and want to Uh be getting playing time and developing. Uh And the two groups do not mesh well. Yeah. In fact, they they mesh so poorly that one of them. Yeah. uh, They're on a seven game losing streak. Well, I was going to say there was actually an incident, a physical altercation. I wasn't even thinking about Mm. him. Yeah. Because Jordan Poole's kind of a bridge player. Uh, I was. So when I say the new guys, I mean James Wiseman, uh, Moody, Kaminga, those guys who are like super young. Poor. Pool's in like his third or fourth year at this point. So Jordan Poole uh, was a was a G League player at first. He was very very bottom of the bench, and then he came back last. Really, it was the year before last. He started to make himself real good, and then last year he was consistently terrific. And they really relied mm-hmm. on him through the championships, and consequently he got a big payday. Uh, and and the ego to go with it, which, you know, it's one of those things where, like, he's clearly got a big fucking ego for a 23-year-old. But also, mm-hmm. you can't really say it's unwarranted. Like, he did actually really help the team last year. Yeah. But he uh, got into it with Draymond Green. Apparently, they have a history of kind of getting into it a little bit because they're both very strong personalities. But Draymond Green straight up punched him. And that Yikes. caused some problems. Yep. So that was a whole thing. Um, But, but Wisey, (laughs) Wiseman, Moody, and Kaminga, along with a couple other sort of bench players, they're trying to get out and trying to make them 
learn to play with each other more and also with the older guys a little more. And, you know, it's just growing pains. They're doing it at the beginning of the season and that makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's early in the season. We're still trying to figure out the rotation. Like uh, I think Steph Curry had a 47 point game the other night because he just got tired of losing and losing and losing. (laughs) And that's what Steph will do is just be like, fuck it. Okay. I guess I will go win this game for us. Um, But yeah, so I'm not too worried about it. I figure they'll either they'll figure out a rotation that works with the new guys or as shit gets more real later in the season, they'll stop playing them, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so, but yeah, not great so far. Season not going. So, but I feel like this is a real thing for the Warriors. Like they tend to start seasons either spectacularly or terribly. There's (laughs) not a lot of seasons since I've been watching where they start. Like, yeah, they're right in the middle of the pack. It's either like, wow, you have just laid down on the court and let them run all over you. (laughs) Or it's like, wow, 10 game winning streak out of the game. Okay. Why not? Sure. So, so whatever. We'll see. It's fine. I'm not too worried. They did win their very first game against, uh, I think it was the Lakers, which was nice. So yeah. Aren't the Lakers sucking it up pretty bad? Mm hmm. Oh, really? Of sports hate. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Lakers, man. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, so the Lakers have LeBron, who I will always respect LeBron. Like, I, I do not sports hate LeBron because it, he's one of the best players to ever live. Like, you can't, I, you know, hats off to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also have Anthony Davis, who I rather intensely dislike, and uh, Russell Westbrook, who I also rather intensely dislike. So Doesn't everybody uh, hate yeah. Russell Westbrook, or am I making that up? No, no, it's pretty much true. But there's another uh, Russell Westbrook. Hmm? Is there? Isn't there? I mean, I'm sure isn't there's there more than one. Football Russell ever. Westbrook? Probably. Or am I uh, thinking of somebody else? I, I mean, there's 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 basketball Russell Westbrook. I don't know about anybody else. Um, but they yeah, also there was, there was a football Russell oh, Westbrook. Oh, was there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Oh, maybe I don't know. The Lakers also have a few other players that I do like, but they're all like bench folks, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's, it's been one of those things where like they keep, keep saying since they got LeBron that like, they're going to have a banner year and they keep adding these players like Anthony Davis, who's supposedly a really good player, uh, and Russell Westbrook, who is supposedly a really good player. And then they just don't play well together. So, you know. Was it like the, uh, was it the Nets that were supposed to have the, the big year? Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie, KD, and, uh, oh, what's-his-face with the giant beard? Um, Harden. Good old uh, what's-his-face. They are all what's-his-face. Um, s- yeah, and it was supposed to be a super team, and they were supposed to come out and crush everybody, but, in fact, they did not play well together at all. Oh, that's so frustrating. So. Mm, well, for some yeah. people. Yep. I, I was personally <laughs> delighted, because I called Fair. that one from the beginning. I was like, no, that's never going to work. Everybody's like, oh, they're so great. No, no, that was no. never going to work. Anyway, so that's the Warriors. Uh, hope springs eternal. Talk to me at, you know, in another month about how they're doing and I'll have more of an opinion then. Fair, fair. I, I, I do understand that. Yeah. I did watch a decent amount of the WNBA season uh, over the summer, which was nice. Uh, it was uh, Sue Bird's last season. She did retire. Um, and uh, really thought hard about driving up to Seattle to see her last game, but the timing was just really terrible for me. So I did not do that. Um, 
But the uh, the Vegas Aces did end up winning the championship, which I have such mixed feelings about the Vegas Aces, because on the one hand, fuck the Aces, fuck Vegas teams generally. <laughs> but on the other hand, uh, it was um, Becky Hammond, who, who was in her, who is the first, uh, I'm going to get my facts wrong here, Rebecca, fact check me. She, the first... Uh, she's the first head female head coach of the Aces, but I want to say she's the first former player who is a head coach. Ooh. I might be wrong about that. Um, she was the first woman to coach in the NBA, not as a head coach, but as a assistant coach for the uh, for the Spurs. Um, and then got hired to be the head coach of the Aces, and it was her first season, and they won the championship. Wow. So I'm happy for her. Also, I have a sizable crush on Kelsey Plum, who is on <laughs> the Vegas Aces. She is, uh, yeah, she's a lot. She's real good. She's real good. Well, and you know what? I'll say, like, yes, fuck Vegas teams, just like fuck Boston teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mostly exempt women's teams from that because... That's valid. That's valid. Um, so, yeah, like... like Fuck some of those cities and their sports teams. But mm-hmm. until women's teams have equal representation in, like, all of the cities... Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's valid. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, part of the... Yeah. Yeah. In any case, they won. Kelsey Plum's amazing. I'll so, stop myself there. <laughs> I don't I don't know about the, the um, record or the like first time whatever thing you said about Hammond, but she is the first coach in WNBA history to win a title in her debut season as a head coach. Yeah. Yep. That sounds right. She's cool. She's really great. I hope they hire her into the NBA at some point. Uh, Cause she'd do a hell of a job. Uh, like hire her as a head coach because she's mm-hmm. already been a coach in the WNBA. Uh, the other thing that needs saying with, the regard to the WNBA is that Brittany Griner is still in prison in Russia oh, and yeah. that sucks. I know. Hadn't and we, we been... talked about it with, you know, that we nine did. month gap in our. Yeah. Recording. It's been nearly a year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a problem. So has there been any movement really in is. the case lately? Do you, that you know, not of? that I know of, I have not been following it closely, but no. And I know, I know, I know for a while now. her family was saying like, don't make a big deal of this. Yes, we don't that want, was the initial. Yeah, we don't want like response. coverage. We don't want this to right. become a thing, right? Because they're more and, likely to let her go if it's not a big right, deal, right. right? But now that she's been sentenced, yeah, that's been changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, understandably, I, I yeah. completely appreciate her family's yeah. position on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and, can't and even I mean, imagine the the teams have been very supportive. I mean. Not only the WNBA teams, but a lot of the NBA teams. You'll see a lot of the guys wearing like Brittany mm-hmm. Griner jerseys in there, mm-hmm. you know, when they arrive to practice and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, I've been heartened by the show of support, but also like the effect. <sighs> so scary, so, yeah. just like it's oh, it's so horrible because there's can nothing you, you can do. Like, and it's so there's nothing you can do. Like, I don't know, maybe this yeah. is a weird thing to say, but just like seeing the the pictures and you know, she's this tall extremely strong woman and you know surrounded mm-hmm. by all these like tiny little russians so i just like knock them over and run go go 
Well, but I mean, that's got to be part of the thing, right? Like, she is, I want to say she's 6'9", six 6'10". Six like, she's, imagine that you are already black in a heavily white country, already a lesbian in an extremely anti-LGBTQ mm-hmm. country, and now let's, you want let's to stand not even... out even more? Like... I can't, it must be incredibly othering and incredibly mm-hmm. stressful and mm-hmm. incredibly just miserable. Like, I, you know, they're, they're making a, an example of her and mm-hmm. that's horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't imagine what that's like. So, yeah. so that's a WNBA. Um, so before you go, Nancy. Yes. I'm going to suggest we table the NWSL drama. Cause we, I just want to mention that it exists. 50 minutes. Yeah, no, I just want to mention that it exists. The NWSL has drama. It's been big drama. It's been thorough drama. We'll talk about it in a future episode, but okay. I didn't want to not mention it because we've talked about them before mm-hmm. and it's Got been it. a big, big deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, yeah, I didn't, I don't want to give short shrift to the drama because I love some no, drama. No, yeah, I don't either. That yeah. It should be its own episode. It's serious yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then I'll give you my update. Uh, my my big update is that, you know, previously I had four teams that I was supporting. Mm-hmm. We are down to three. <gasps> I did not think that's the direction that was going to go. I, I know, thought right? you were like shooting for seven or eight. No. <laughs> I'm not well, taking on any more teams. <laughs> you got to say, too, though, that, I mean, and maybe this comes into it, but the Avs did win the championship last year. Yes, they very much did. Yes, the Avs won the Stanley Cup. I am still pleased. I am still a fan of the Avs. The Avs (laughs) are safe. They're in their protective little bubble. (laughs) They seem to be like wonderful humans. The the Avs as an organization seems to be a really Mm -hmm. good organization. Good. Um, They do good by their rookie players. They do good by their veterans. And yeah, they, they won the Stanley Cup four games to two against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, and a fuck of the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> and surely you haven't turned your back on Gritty. Well, <gasps> I haven't turned my back on Gritty because Gritty lives in all of us. True. But the Flyers are my team that I have let go of. Okay, so tell us why, though. And, what's, like, what's... so... You know, context, I mentioned this earlier, I grew up outside Philadelphia. I have been a Flyers fan since I was wee. Probably not this big. Since she was four inches tall, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you. Since I was the size of a hockey puck, I have been a Flyers fan. However, the Flyers did three things at the end of last season and in the offseason that turned me off. What could they have possibly done, Rebecca? Well, so the first one is they traded their captain, Claude Giroux, to the Panthers. This one this one is a little up and down. Like, it's the business of hockey. I like, get that. Disappointing, but it's, yeah, yeah. That one's that one's heartbreaking, mostly because I never really got the sense that Giroux wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's disappointing then. Yeah, yeah. Um he wants to win the cup, which I think that's what every NHL player wants to do. Um, And that was not happening with the Flyers. Um, 
but I think he would have stuck around. He would have played through a rebuild. He would have stayed their captain. Um, so they traded him to the Florida Panthers and the Florida Panthers did not win the cup because the Colorado Avalanche did. And then the season ended and he became a free agent. And so now he signed with the Ottawa senators and I don't particularly care for the Ottawa senators, but like that was his team growing up. He seems to be happy. So I forgot that that was a team that existed. (laughs) I think many people do. I mean, it's Ottawa. (laughs) Sorry, Ottawa. Um, So that, that sucked, but like that, I can like write off as like the business of hockey. These things happen. It's weird when a team trades their captain. Yeah. But it happens. Mm -hmm. Right. It happens. Yeah. I mean, what's his bucket went to the stars. Yeah. Joe Pavelski. He's doing great for us. Thank you once again (laughs) for that. (laughs) So that was the first one. And that like broke my heart. Like, Claude has been with that team for 12 years, something wow. like that. Like, mm-hmm. he has played for them a chunk of my adult life. And I adore that man. He is a weirdo. <laughs> and, like, he has a problematic past. He once spanked a cop, like, out in public, Whoa. non-consensually. So, like, he's done some shit. I mean, no. <laughs> I kind of want that story now. <laughs> yeah. That's the story. He was drunk and he, he spanked a, a cop. Swat, swat. Yeah. The, oh, okay. That's, that's the so, story. Okay, that's less dramatic than it sounds, though. Yeah, it wasn't like he he took her over his knee. Oh, it was oh, a female a cop. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay sorry, that makes sorry. a big yes. difference. Yes, yeah. female cop. Less, less fun yeah. story now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. I'm not. I'm not trying to paint him as a perfect guy. Like he's no, he's no, done gotcha. some dumb shit. Anyway, so that was the first thing. Um, as I mentioned to you guys before we started recording. Um, I wanted to look up, um, so they, they also hired a new coach. The Flyers hired Mm. a new coach. Um, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to look up, I wanted to get like a quick list of like the reasons this guy sucks. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so I Googled John Tortorella awful. And the first article that comes up is an article called the six times John Tortorella was the worst. Well, there it is. They did your work for you. I know, right? I recognize that by Googling a name and the word awful, I'm going to get things with a negative spin. But Mm -hmm. that was my intent, because this guy sucks. So um, he has a long history of not making nice with his players, first of all, which is, you know. That seems counterproductive. Not a great look. Yes. Um, He's kind of a dick to the media, which... Not necessarily. Right, right. That one, like, sometimes when people are a dick to the media, it's genuinely funny. Right? (laughs) And sometimes, like, I I have said this before, the interviews that some hockey writers and commentators do are garbage. How did you feel when you scored that? (laughs) How the fuck do you think they felt when they scored that goal? Like, so, again... it's a little, um, he, uh, I mean, he's told, he's told, um, reporters that what they, what they were doing was a waste of time and told one reporter to get the fuck out of there. And like, that's where I start to like, yeah, like maybe you don't need to curse at the people. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is actually their job, even if they're yeah being pushy. Yeah. In um, twenty fourteen, when he coached for the Canucks, there was a like brawl, a line brawl at the start of a game, and apparently during the first intermission. Tortorella, the coach, tried fighting through arena security to force his way into the Flames locker room to confront the coach. That seems like a wow. bad idea. Like, during the game, um, he has yelled at many players and many um, of his like coaching staff that he works with. And not yelling at the players in like a go out there and do better, but like demeaning them and telling them Mm -hmm. that they suck and they're a piece of shit and like stuff like that. To verbal abuse. Yes. Yes. Um, So he's, he's done kind of a lot of this stuff. That's not even, I haven't gone through all the six times, right. From that article. He's Mm -hmm. just kind of a generally shitty person. Yeah. And like, and like, there are players who will talk. So, so hockey. I don't know if this if this happens in in your sports, but like the youths of hockey are media trained to the point of just becoming like a boring sheet of paper robot, right? Very young, they get this kind of like media training. It's not a thing in basketball, is it? Yeah. So by the time they like get to the I was going to say get to the NBA. By the time they get to the <laughs> NHL, like they know what you say to the media and what you don't. Mm-hmm. And there are like most players will not say anything bad about their coach or their teammates. Like mm-hmm. they won't even hint at it. Every right. once in a while you'll get somebody who's like a loud guy or has some shit to say. Um, every once in a while, you'll get a player who, like, has a personality and shows it. Like, <laughs> Evgeny Kuznetsov, he is a great example of a guy with personality. He doesn't talk shit about people, but he's got a great personality, and that comes through in interviews. The reason I say this is because some of these players who, like, notoriously do not say anything about coaches and other players have talked about how John Tortorella sucks. Uh, wow. That's a ringing yep. endorsement. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So they hired John Tortorella, which mm-hmm. is a much bigger problem for me than trading the captain away. Like, I can live with sure, that yeah. piece. I really struggle with this John Tortorella mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, um, I was going to say adopted, they signed a player <laughs> named Tony D'Angelo. Heard of him. Yeah, probably not in a good context. Mm-mm, nope. So Tony D'Angelo was suspended twice in junior hockey, like before he was 18, for violating its harassment abuse, abuse and diversity policy. Mm. Well, that's promising. Um, both incidents involved him using, quote unquote, racially insensitive language uh-huh. at either an opponent or a teammate. Oh, mm-hmm. he um, he got into a fight with one of his players when he played with the Rangers. Like this, totally uh, 
apparently chill goalie, like, punched him because he was being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And D'Angelo has been on, I want to say, five or six teams in the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. Like, the problem and the reason people keep signing him is that he's a pretty good player. I don't think he's Mm -hmm. outstanding. I don't think the way he plays. But he's good enough. But he's good enough that teams keep signing him. But he's also awful enough as a human that the teams mm-hmm. that sign him trade him away. <laughs> and so it was it was like it was mostly the Tortorella and the D'Angelo thing together that really just mm-hmm. like I can't I can't support that. And like Chuck Fletcher, mm-hmm. who was the president of hockey operations, he's like, these two guys are gonna, you know pave the way for the next wave of the flyers and i'm like that's not a team i want to be supporting like yeah verbally abusive from both your boss and like your co-worker and like yeah. they they're gonna set the tone for your your next years i can't mm. i don't want it yeah that's a weird thing to say yeah yep. yeah um and so we hired two genuinely... assholes because our new brand yeah. is asshole right well i'm like i actually think that works for some people like i think that's that probably is going to get some people to like sign back on to the flyers because they're going back to that like broad street bullies um you know moniker that they used to have like i think there are people who are genuinely excited about this and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm just not and Mm -hmm. i feel i don't feel torn anymore like i was i was torn for a while because you know, this is the team that I grew up with. This is the team of my sure. of my soul. But mm-hmm. I also I just can't. I just can't. I can't watch well, their games and look at John Tortorella's yeah. face. And I can't yeah. imagine being a teammate with a guy who is like twice that we know of. <laughs> he has been punished mm-hmm. right. for right. being racially insensitive in a predominantly right. white sport that is racially insensitive. So like right. for the Right. Insensitive yeah. to race people to call you yeah. out on being right. racially insensitive. It had to be real bad, right? actually, yeah. It had to yeah. be quite bad. Um, but so- it seems like, you know, given given these objections, which are all 100% valid, and I support you in, in stepping away from these guys, it, it sounds like, you know, potentially someday they could change. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it doesn't have to be so, forever. So, so you, yeah, so you're putting them on the shelf mm-hmm. for now, and if they see the error of their ways, then we'll talk. take them back off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, meanwhile, the Capitals are just having a stinker of a season so far. Like mm-hmm. everything you said about the Warriors' season so far, mm-hmm. you could say about the Capitals. They, it's still early. They got, it's still early. There's, there's they plenty got, of time. <laughs> they got a bunch of old guys, and they got a bunch of young uh-huh. guys. And they have very it's few people in the balance. middle. And mm-hmm. half the old guys are out on long-term injured reserve. Backstrom mm. is out because he had his hip resurfaced. I think um, he's had his hip replaced. Wait, what? Resurfaced. <laughs> is that a real yes, thing? Did they drive the Zamboni over? That'd be amazing. <laughs> that's a real thing that happens in hockey with some really? frequency getting hips resurfaced yeah um i believe tyler Sagan had that on maybe both of his hips two years ago 
Yeah, it's a it's a relatively common thing in hockey. So Backstrom well, like, is out. Literally, what do they do though? Like literally, what you're going to make me Google a surgery. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought maybe you just knew because like, yeah. First they take a belt sander. I mean, so they, no. so they like, what? No, they it? trim the well at least for a hip. They trim the head of the femur. Um, and then it's capped with a metal covering. So it sounds like it's like putting a crown on your hip. I wonder why. To make the joint move smoother. There's probably running out of yeah. cartilage in the joint. And so oh, they need some kind okay, of buffer in there. Sense. And it's like, yeah. I joked about hip replacement, but it's probably like a step before hip replacement. It, it actually I mean, is. That's, it is a form of hip replacement. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Um, All that stuff gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so... Backstrom is out. Um, Connor Brown is out, who is a guy I'm sure you guys haven't heard of because he's one of the young ones and he got injured. Um, Mm -hmm. Carl Haglin is out. He is one of the, I was going to say he's one of the old ones. He's younger than me. He's still one of the old ones. Um, (laughs) He took a skate to the eye in the middle of (gasps) last season. And then he had to have hip surgery. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Insult to injury. Uh, TJ Oshie is out. Uh, we don't know with what, um, and, and the, um, let's see who else is out. Tom Wilson is out. Uh, John Carlson and Dmitry Orlov have been out kind of day to day. So like they are by far the most injured team in the league right now. Actually second, Mm -hmm. second place is the Flyers, which I find very, I don't (laughs) know, ironic or something. So they've got a lot of old guys and they have a lot of young guys. And like some of the old guys, like Ovi, are just powering through, right? Ovi is still well on his way to hitting or breaking Gretzky's goal record. He's still breaking records all the time. He just broke one last week, I think, for most goals with one team. Wow. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And it's 780-something <laughs> or something absurd. Like, it's an impressive number. Jeez. Yeah. Right. Um, and nobody else is likely to hit that in the mm. next 30 years, at least. Right. Sure. Um, so the Capitals are their 20th overall right now. They're 7 and 8, which is not a great look for them. But, you know, as Nancy says, it's early in the season. We're not even we're not even a quarter of the way nah. through the season. Nope. But I also... Nope. I would be shocked if this was the Capitals' year. But if, but you know what? I was shocked when it was their year, the year that they won. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they have done it, actually. They so. have. And, and it was kind of great because part of what happened the year that they won, which was the 17-18 season, was they had a really poor exit the year before, maybe even two years before. And then they had a whole bunch of new players who didn't have the same kind of, like, um, heaviness on them from these prior losses, mm-hmm. primarily to the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really breathed a lot of new life into the team. I'm not sure what's going to breathe life into this team this season. <laughs> but on the flip side, you know, this is one of the good things about having many teams. The Stars are doing fucking fantastically. They're 9-5. and five. Nice. They're 7th overall nice. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have finally figured out how to offense and like score goals, which has been their main struggle over the last several <laughs> it's years. Like an important piece sure of the game. It is. It is. They have their defense <laughs> down really well, but their mm-hmm. their offense mm-hmm. was very streaky. You do in 
fact, have to score points. You do. To win a game. You have to, in fact, yeah. score more yes. at least than the other right. team. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of yep. a core part of the game. It is. Yeah. 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 So that's my update. Yay. Not not what you expected, I know, but mm. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, Thank but you. hopefully the Phillies will see the error of their ways and you can pick them back up again. That soon. would be nice. Or I you... did invest in a lot of orange, so <laughs> you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I need them mm-hmm. to figure their shit out. She says picking up an orange water bottle. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I got. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we Sign off on our, you know, it's going to be a short episode episode. I mean, at this point, we're pretty predictable. Sheer hubris. (laughs) It's true. We're very predictable. Well, in that case, uh, I'll sign us off. I've been Rebecca on behalf of Nancy and Rachel. And uh, hopefully you stuck with us and you're going to join us again for some more episodes as we go forward here. Oh, can you can you Um, tell the people where to find us? Do you have that prepared? I can. I do, actually. Uh, so <laughs> Amazing. So we are always on Instagram at Foul Puck Podcast and on Twitter at Foul Puck Pod. Our website is foulpuckpodcast.net and you can always email us at foulpuckpodcast at gmail.com. I would like to thank Joe for doing our editing and Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our music. Thanks, Kevin. And I would like to encourage everybody to tell their friends about us now that we're back. It's safe to tell everybody because we're going to be doing more of this and going to knock wood right now. And uh, then go and rate and review us on like iTunes or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. Because, yeah, Warriors got a season coming up. Hockey's got a season coming up. I mean, Rachel's going to watch something. (laughs) uh, And uh, we're going to keep talking about it. Yeah, we all remembered our closing things. You just try to stop us from talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the block. Only a uh, large confluence of life factors can do that. It's true. <laughs> Not an individual. As we have proven several yep. times now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time on Falpuck. Puck.